As I was What's saying, good? what's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to... <laughs> Ayo. Hey, Ayo. Nope, wrong one. No, no, no. Wait, not that movie. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. We are a podcast that pairs amazing cocktails with amazing movies. And damn, oh, you yes, look good. <laughs> you look good. Thank you. Thank you kindly. I wore a well, scarf for my... the first time ever in my life. How do you like it? Is it good? Ashley picked it out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would highly recommend watching this episode because of our attire. Yeah. Yes. Oh, especially yeah, in the motherfucking building, people. By the way, she's back. Welcome to Musical Month. Yeah. It's going to be a fun our one. Favorite, I'm excited. Our favorite time. It's one of my favorite movies. Yes. And uh, I'm so ready to drink. I'm ready to drink. <laughs> oh, what you got in your, in your cup over there? Okay, so, peeps, we quarantined. Yeah. So I'm not there to make him fancy cocktails or no, none of these things. Nothing. So tell the people what you drinking today. Nothing from nothing means nothing. <laughs> Lillian. <laughs> what? That's Eddie Murphy Delirious. You don't know? I'm sorry. I don't remember everything. <laughs> my, my mind is full of fun facts now. Well, I am outside. drinking a big, tall glass of a screwdriver. Specifically because, one, I went to the store and they didn't have what uh, Zenobia is drinking. And two, <laughs> because there's a pivotal scene in this movie where he pours half a glass of vodka and then maybe a quarter of orange juice, then straight up downs three quarters of it until the person is across the table looking at him like, are you going to finish that entire thing with tears in her eyes? So he only puts it down then. I'm sorry. I ain't going to do that because I can't this, do that. This is during breakfast, y'all. Yeah, this is say, for breakfast. Are you going to do it? Well, She's I pouring mean, coffee. He's pouring vodka. That is my ratio like ratio for mimosas, though, so I can't be too much. But vodka is way harder than yeah. that yeah, shit. Than yeah, champagne for sure. So what I end up drinking today, because out of all the, movie, all, of all the things that they drink in this movie – we kind of drank a lot of them. Yeah. Drink screwdriver. We just did champagne, but they do pop a bottle of something mm-hmm. when they get their first record deal. Yeah. It. Yes, they do. Dick pops so right? He sure does, and they're in the office, and he gives them the advice about don't get fucking what was it? Don't get put on a great fucking show, and just don't kill yourself with drugs. Don't just, die from drugs. Just don't die from drugs. Just don't die from drugs. So, <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was. So, your girl went out to find some stuff. Yes. Coronavirus. What the Coronavirus. fuck? Coronavirus. <laughs> so, I went out and I got a barefoot bubbly of some pink Moscato champagne. Oh, yeah. So, you know, quarantina. That's, That's how true. we're doing it. So, uh, there's no ingredients except a bottle of this stuff. Teach people how to pop it again. And we all learn to pop. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get my glass ready. The chilling. See, Zenobia is so, a professional. She knows she to have the glass ready. I do. See, look, it's all 
Oh yeah. If you don't have a freezer for your glasses to chill them, just stick them in a bucket of ice water. Yeah, bro. And it'll keep them all chilled and clean them for you. <laughs> so you're going to hold the cork of your bottle and you're going to turn the bottle and that is how you open it. Let me make the noise. Oh yeah. That is. Pour Cut that the thing. glass to pour your cup. All right. And that is what I'm drinking. Yeah, fill that to the brim. Got a bucket of ice over here for me. All right, so we just I'm ready to drink. And your dog is snoring in the microphone. Sorry. Robin, cheers <laughs> to you. Ooh, that cheers to you. Good, yeah, you dressed appropriately with yours, so I'm. I did. Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers. I'm sorry. Ooh. I am not having vodka. I knew you weren't going to. Smashly does not like vodka. Here we go, down the hatch. All Ooh. of it. I got a sipper. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not down on all this shit, y'all. Oh, this is mine. sweet. Mm. Yeah, Moscato's. Yeah, I've never had this, but I wish I did have good? some rosé right now. So it's I'm gonna good. be I'm gonna be sipping on scotch for the night. Sounds about right. Because I think high school ruined vodka for me. Because you're an old white man. No, vodka gives me a massive headache. Ah yes. So are you guys ready for a little bit of history? Give me that herstory. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about Moscato. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. So Moscato is a wine, and it comes in different shades. You can get it in pink, red, or white. There's dessert Moscato. There's still Moscato, and there's uh, sparkling Moscato, mm. like what I'm drinking today. Um, and it's a little sweet. It's kind of really sweet. At least this one's pretty. It's pretty sweet. Um, but the flavors that it has has flavors of lemon, orange, pear, orange blossom, and honeysuckle. Mm. That's what's in a Moscato. So the word Moscato is an Italian word for Muscat Blanc. Muscat Blanc. Blanc. Yeah, I hear you. I don't know. Let's it's go Italian. with that. <laughs> That's all right, which is the name of the grape that is used for the Moscato uh, wines. Uh, it is one of the oldest grapes in the world. It's like thousands of years old. Um, what? It owed it him. Yeah, Dang. that's what I read. Yeah, Moscato. So, <laughs> Moscato. So it, it grows all over the world, though, not just in Italy. So it's like in France, Australia, Greece. Uh, Israel and Austria and they all make them differently apparently um, but I am no sommelier so I don't I, I don't know if I am correct on what I'm about to tell you but mm. I'm going to help you pair your food with a Moscato Ooh. I think I could be a, a sommelier because I think I'd be that means that you are a wine expert and champagne expert and so in really fancy restaurants you they walk around and they're like oh what are you eating oh you're eating this well then here's the wine that you should drink to pair with your food so i'm gonna help you out a little bit with moscato so moscatos go really good with asian food mm. wow. so i'm talking like thai and vietnamese food it's good with those it works good the spices for the food um we ain't talking Panda Express, people. No, talking I'm talking about the real deal. Real shit. 
So I'm talking about some a little bit of spiciness with your Thai food. Kung um, Fu Kenny's. Check it out. Ain't nobody praying for them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> the Thai food is kind of, it has like a spiciness to them, these foods. And so the alcohol level in a Moscato is pretty low, but the sweet value is pretty high, which goes good with a lot of different herbs and spices like ginger, cinnamon, chili pepper and cardamom mm. so these things are good to go with moscato now if you're a meat person yes here's what you eat with this you ready <laughs> chicken turkey duck pork tenderloin shrimp crab lobster halibut cod and barbecue pork all go good with a nice glass of moscato okay. and don't forget dessert which is also good because they also have a dessert right for this. <laughs> a little bit of history. Notice she didn't oh, say no steak, people. Scott was not, no, no. not the best. You need a for good steak. red wine. And a good red wine for that. See? Uh-huh. We just had chicken tonight. Damn it. Bro. Now you know. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Yeah, <laughs> Joe. The more you know. Okay. So, uh, you want to tell them what movie you picked? Uh, we did Rocket Man, if y'all can't guess. Rocket this Man! This is as Elton John as my wardrobe gets. Hells yes. This is Matter of fact, Elton I borrowed John. this from Ashley's closet. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. those glasses, though. Are those the same ones you wore to Vegas? Yes. I did wear these yes. to Vegas. <laughs> they are always in my car because I don't wear them that often because they're so goddamn big and gaudy. Uh-huh. Um, which is not me on a regular basis. So I usually just keep these in the car for when I lost other glasses and i need them see the reason i remember is because i wore them when we were singing elton john on the drive home yep yes so these glasses my mom gave them to me i've worn to raider games and they were a big hit so i knew once you picked this movie i was like i'm gonna wear my glasses fuck yeah you gotta wear the big glasses yeah singing that shit blue Blue jean L.A. lady, yeah. seems just for the band. Love that song. Okay, that also makes me think of uh, Almost Famous, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the word she knows, the tune she hums. All right, I'm sorry. I've been singing Elton John all oh, week? fucking week. Especially yeah. today, it was on heavy, heavy repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Let me give you the stats. Give me them stats. On Rocket Man. So <laughs> it came out on May 30th, 2019. Mm-hmm. Wow. So just imagine what our world was almost literally a almost ago. a year ago. I can. I can remember when we saw it. <sighs> now, moving on. This was my very <laughs> first time seeing it. I had never seen this movie until this week. Really? Yes. What? Not that I didn't want to, but I'm, you know, your girl, your girl got shit to do. I hear you. I'm curious to you know? hear your thoughts. Huh? You will hear them. So <laughs> let me hit you with the budget. So the budget for this movie, forty million dollars. I now, tra- more. now translating that into 2020 money, which is really nothing. It is, I guess, well, it is something. It'd be like forty point nine million dollars. Okay, so uh, it made worldwide 
$195 million. Holy, holy shit. Yeah, yeah girl. In today's money, that's $199 million. <laughs> Almost $2 million. $200 million. Can Go I get some John. of that? Go out and jump. So, yeah. This movie did, did some shit. Okay, so um, you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes? Sure. Okay. Critics, 89%. Okay. Which is really good for critics. Yeah. I guess. Uh, audience, 88%. Oh. Okay, <laughs> Zenobia. I can see Uh-huh. Are you ready for uh, fresh Zenobia? Give me that fresh Zenobia. Zenobia gives it... A hundred percent. This movie was what? fucking awesome. <laughs> I was, I was I'm so, so blown sad away. you didn't watch it with us. I know. Like, me, the we, cost- should, we should have like a Zoom watching party. Fuck. <sighs> I didn't I'm know. Sorry. It slipped my mind that you hadn't seen it. I would have sat down and watched it with you. I love the costumes. Obviously, I love the music. Mm-hmm. I love the actors. Everything. There wasn't anything that I could say that I didn't like about this movie. Yeah. That's why it had to be a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a French Zenobia for you because it was a very good. When you told me that we were doing Rocket Man, I initially thought because I sometimes I don't remember what the next month is, you guys, what we're doing. Uh, and he texted me and said that we were doing Rocket Man, and I'm like, "Ooh, are we doing Bio Month?" He's like, "No, it's Musical Month," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I guess it's a musical that he sings." <laughs> but until I saw it, and then I was like, "Oh shit, girl." Yeah. You write this is a musical. Straight up yeah. musical, yeah. yeah. It is a jukebox musical, which means using modern day music that we all know and love and putting it into a musical similar to Across, across the, the Universe. universe. Yeah. Moving out of what? Rock Bohemian of Ages. Rhapsody, Rock yeah. of Ages. I would not consider Bohemian Rhapsody one because they do not sing talk. There's no sing talking, it's not a musical. Uh. There's yeah, no talking. Yeah, I'll give you that. So that's, that's part of the a... qualifications of a jukebox musical. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that term. Yeah. I do have so, to yeah. say, like, because Jason and I saw this movie in theaters with our friend Bill, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that love for it right away. What? I know, I because I talked to you about this, remember, after we saw it in theaters, because it was, I loved... Turn off mic. <laughs> I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> And then we saw Rocket Man, and I kind of had the same ex- oh, expectations. You're right. Yeah, I had the same expectations with Rocket Man um, that I had for Bohemian Rhapsody. We drove home separately that night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but like the more it sunk in, like thinking about the movie, and the more I talked to Jason, because it's a lot darker than Bohemian it Rhapsody. It is darker than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to just throw this stuff out real quick, okay? Yeah. This movie was better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Now, the reason why I'm going to say that is because Queen themselves wanted their movie to be more sanitized, more clean, and mm-hmm. family-friendly. So we don't get the real feel, and it feels a little choppy, yeah. and yeah. in some places, not that I did not love it. You know, I love that movie. It was great. Yeah. It's fine. But as I understand it, it wasn't the real story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the real story. Now, obviously, this movie is not completely true, um, but... Elton John pushed to get this movie made for years. Yeah. Uh, starting with Universal, where it sat on the shelf for years, uh, mainly because they 
didn't want to spend over $30 million on a movie that was going to be an R-rated movie. Um, they were pushing Elton John to make this movie into more of a PG-13 movie. And he responded to him by saying, I didn't live a PG-13 life, yeah. so why would I have a PG-13 movie? Exactly. And I appreciate that. And yeah. I also appreciate how they uh, dealt with his lovemaking with his partners. I oh, think yes. that was done very classy mm-hmm. and beautifully shot, and it was nice. So yes, absolutely. That, yeah. That's why I think that this movie was better. Yeah. But that's just me. That's one of the things I said after leaving the theaters. I was like, those, those sex scenes were a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're a lot mm-hmm. more true. So. Yeah. But, yes, I, I mean, I agree. Like, this is this is a great movie. But after leaving, like, the first time seeing it, after leaving the theaters, I was, I wasn't 100% convinced. Wow. I understand. You know how it is <laughs> when we watch these movies, and uh, when you watch them when you don't have to watch it for the show, it's a different experience than when you have to watch it for the show. Yeah. So be, this being for my very first time, first time I'm watching it, I'm like, I got to suck this in to see why... <laughs> Jason picked this movie mm. and you know to see them dancing in the street the songs that I already know and love um, I truly love the uh, Benny and the Jets where you know he's floating and they're floating in the air while he's like playing the music oh you mean Crocodile Rock yes at the Troubadour like, oh it was Crocodile Rock that's what it was oh yeah. man that was when so he's doing good that, I mean I don't know about when... you I was young. Oh, that's Jason's favorite scene. That's my favorite scene. Me and Susie had so much fun. Holding hands and scaling out stones. Had a new coach at the end of place of my own. I saw was what music does to people yes. mm-hmm. what music does to the artist it makes you feel like you can fly and float and you're magical and then what a really good song and music does to the people who know and love it it makes them feel like they can fly that like they're invisible we're all in this together we're floating we are all crocodile rocking right now what the <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. like you know it's, it, and i like how crazy. they made it uh they took what was a historic night yeah. and Almost uh, made it uh, mythological, you might say, with that magic uh, factor that they added in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I have been there before. Mm-hmm. We we were there last year. Yeah, we were there last year to see our friend play there. Yeah, I saw somebody play there. Dude, our friends cool got place. to our friends got to play there, which was so cool. I was like, what <laughs> the actual fuck? So every time we see when we rewatch Rocket Man, we'll be like, we were standing right there. <laughs> we were there. So yeah, of course it if doesn't guys, look like that now. No. Uh, so you guys ready for? You guys ready? Yes, mm-hmm. always. For where are you taking us? The motherfucking. <laughs> Drinking game, Yassa. <laughs> Thank you, Smash. With my Yassa, I do want to point out to uh, viewers at home my Elton John vinyl collection I that I do that have picture. here. Yeah, I so love that picture. I do have about five Elton John albums because I am a fan. There you go. And uh, I pulled them out. 
We got his greatest hits album. Yeah. We don't have the original, sadly. I do have the greatest hits. I have Yellow Brick Road. I just got to Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. I thought you guys were gonna wear shirts. You guys have seen them live before, haven't you? Yeah. We have. Yeah, I got. I have a Crocodile Rock shirt. I have a Yellow Brick Road shirt. And yep. <laughs> we we true. we did see him when he had his residency in Vegas. We'll do that quick change at intermission. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that. I mean, what would be more honored to Elton John than, than a quick change? Than a quick change. <laughs> what the hell are you wearing? Massage gear. It wouldn't do him justice. His stage gear is never a t-shirt. <laughs> this is true. Unless it has overalls with it. Unless it has overalls <laughs> with it. And I wish I kind of had overalls because I was when I saw that I was like, I wish I had a star Dude, shirt and overalls. So dope. What are you wearing? My stage, stage gear. <laughs> Jesus shit, Bernie. <laughs> that is something that is a pet peeve of mine, especially when I see uh, like smaller bands and artists. If you're wearing something that you would wear to your homie's house, yeah, uh-huh. like a hoodie, to the grocery store, that is not stage attire. No. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Bring it up a little bit. Agree. Show me some skin. Show me some titties. Something. Put on a show. Put on a show. We come from Because I'm sitting here looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the drinking game. You ready? Yes. So, you don't take a sample when Elton John sings on stage. So, this mm. is not just singing down the street or, you know, singing at Mama Cat's house. Uh-huh. None of that. None of that. What I'm talking about is. When he is on the stage. So this counts for little boy him playing Saturday. This okay. counts for Saturday, 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 Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, they knocked it out with that choreography in that scene. That scene was really good. It was really good. It was a nice transfer into him being older. I yeah. loved it. So yeah, him on stage, uh, dressed as Queen Elizabeth and saying he's in the wrong place. Oh, well, here's a little bit of something for you. For the sober people. Oh, so all of those. Australia. If he's on stage singing. Where am I? <laughs> New York. I don't know. So, yeah. If he's on stage singing, you're going to take a simp. Simp. You're going to take a simp when Elton gets kissed. So, anytime he's Ew. kissed. What do you want, Elton? Oh, dinner with you. Or he kisses someone, even on the cheeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it. Take okay. a kiss. Take a simple kiss. He really does in real life as well. He does, which yes. I would love to meet Sir Elton John so I can get a kiss. Right. Hopefully I'm wearing this. I kiss that man. <laughs> so you gonna take a sip when Elton sees someone that's not there. So that's younger version of himself. Ooh, this is his <laughs> Yep, his parents. When are you gonna talk me? Bernie, John, any of them. When he sees them when they're not there, you're going to take a simp. Gotcha. Um, you're going to take a simp when Elton John is said. So it has to be said together, Elton John. John. Elton John. It's not as much as it looks like, okay, <laughs> smashly <laughs> must shake your head over there, because a lot of times they just call him Elton. Elton, this okay, is true. Sorry. All right, Elton I just like I'm thinking about when John. I played a drinking game for the movie Hercules, and every time they said Hercules, we had a drink. Uh huh. Hercules. <laughs> no they say it Hercules. when they introduced him at the troubadour. 
Uh, I think they say it when they first arrived to the Troubadour also. And, he and says it's it. like, they just flew in from England, and boy, their arms are tired. And he says, <laughs> and he says it when he d- discovers his stage name. He yeah. says, my name is Elton. Elton. John. Elton what? Elton John. John. Uh, John. Or, you know, he's like, yeah, you know. Nobody comes to see Reggie. They come to see Elton John. Exactly. So said, got the biggest headdress in the world. What else could in I the want? World. What else? How about to be loved and hugged? I would have loved and hugged him. To be loved. Wow. To be loved. <laughs> <laughs> to be loved. Okay, so you going to take a step. Okay. You're probably going to hate me on this, Matthew. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Every time... He wears a hat. Okay. Nice. I see you. Yep. Okay. I like that. There is, there is a lot of hats. You are lucky yeah. I didn't say every time that he changes his glasses. Because Damn it. I was expecting I was that. Expecting I almost that. think that it should no, be. No, I was going to say. Because he's was, known for his glasses. Yeah, I was going to say every time his glasses change. Okay. Well, Smashly, <laughs> that's 54 times. That's Did great. Did you want to drink yes. 54 yeah. times? Yeah. Especially right. after this quarantine. Y'all ain't okay. ready. Well, take a sip every time Elton John changes his motherfucking glasses. Cheers. Okay? All right? There you go. Uh, you going to oh, take fuck. a sip. Don't be safe around me. What the fuck? You be safe around me, please. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't, don't want to refill that scotch. No. I'm worried. I got a whole bottle of Moscato to myself today, so I'm feeling good. I'm jealous. Don't let Karina in the room. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I bought two bottles, so there's one downstairs, too. <laughs> she come in there like, Felicia, what y'all drinking on? <laughs> Nothing! Nothing, what you want? What you want? So you're going to take a sip every time he plays at his mom's piano. Oh, I love that. Okay. He's only high. I do like that. Okay. I love that. That's little, little kid him. Middle-sized kid him, old him. So you are going to take a sample when Bernie hands Elf- Elton music. Okay. Nice. So anytime he hands him lyrics, yep. you'll take a sample. Like it. These need music. You know why? Because that means magic is about to Hell yes. Hell They're yes. about to make a hit. Right? Yes. Hit makers. Yes, sir. What's the music to this? And he does. I like how they do some slow motion shots whenever that happens as well. Because it was an iconic moment. That's Especially like when it's made. like an iconic song. That's history yeah. made. Like, what's the song that uh, he creates right there at the uh, piano at his mom's Can- house? When candle- he's- oh, not that one. No. It's not Candle in the Wind. Sorry. No. Your song. Because this Your song. song. So That's you, right. That's right. That's what it is. You can tell everybody this, this is your song. song. It may be quite simple, but now that's going to be in another movie we're going to talk about. Anyways. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down in words how wonderful life is. Smash. I'm going to save that for the third movie we're doing. Okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> wow, you're throwing Easter eggs out there. Yeah. Easter eggs. You're good. Happy somebody Easter me. to you guys. <laughs> Just dropping them around. All right. Okay, so you're going to finish a drink. Uh-huh. 
when Reggie becomes Elton John. Mm, I like that one. But when he asks his name, you gonna take a sip. You gonna thinking of changing my name. Hey Elton, I'm thinking of changing my name. Oh yeah, thinking to of changing what? it to Elton. Well, that's my name. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, what do you think? He's what do you like, think? Off. Think fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off, you bitch. <laughs> Take my name. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna so, do it anyway, so. <laughs> yep. So you go finish a drink. When he tells his mom he's gay. A homosexual. A puffer. A fairy. A queen. A puffer. So when he gives his phone call, dude, it's such a sad moment. Mm-hmm. It is. We're late. Tell them that I'm busy breaking my mother's heart. I hate her so much. I know. We're gonna talk about I... her. We are going to talk okay, about her. Okay, we gonna talk about her. Yeah. Cause I, I don't hate her, but I don't love her. <laughs> so you gonna finish a drink? When I'm still standing is on. Yeah. I'm still standing than I ever did. Looking like a true survivor. Feeling like a little kid. Yeah. And don't you know I'm still standing better than I ever did. What do you got to add, people? What do you got to add, babe? What do I add? Um, does, like, does costume change? Also, does that also add in with, like, the glasses change? I mean, we don't want to kill everybody. Yeah. Okay. I thought of that, Smashy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- no. I thought you were going to be pissed at me, so I did it. Mm. No, <laughs> I like I like the glasses change, for sure. Okay. How about, how about every time he sings a hit? <laughs> that's every song. Yeah, yeah every song. exactly. <laughs> I got one. And this song's for you. You gotta <laughs> take a drink every time that Elton takes a drink. Oh. Would you like a cup of tea? Not got anything stronger. Oh, I totally skipped that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was in there. <laughs> I mean, he comes in and he's like, my name is Elton John. And I'm an alcoholic. And a sex addict. And a sex addict. And a drug addict. And a drug addict. Drug addict. I got a problem with weed. And I've had a problem with weed. <laughs> Alcohol. With anger management and, uh, issues. Breathing. <laughs> you know, having relationships. Yeah. Just like living. Tea. You don't have anything stronger. Who do I have to fuck to get a drink around here? Whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So every time that Elton takes a drink, you take your ass a drink. Yeah. I say cool. anybody drink because there's a lot of drinking in it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You can't double it up with the drinking and the glasses changes. People All right, go so to just Elton drinking. Yeah. And I want you to waterfall. Waterfall? Do you what? know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what a like, waterfall is. That's just something yeah. new that you're adding. I don't know what a waterfall yeah. is. I want a waterfall when he drinks his vodka. Oh, so my okay. water, God. Oh, my God. Waterfall yeah. is when so, he lifts his cup to his mouth. Yeah. You lift your cup to his, your mouth, and you only put it down when he puts his. He down. puts it down. I don't think people can handle that one. Dude. That was for my big my big gunners there. Yeah, for yes. sure. Because he straight up drinks three quarters of the glass. Yeah, so you drink for as long as he drinks. Yep. Bro. He's. He should drink water and orange juice. And dedication to him. True. I would do it. And then she wouldn't finish the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You're almost like 
halfway. You're like more than halfway through by that point. So yeah, that's true. I like that. Wake up for the yeah. video. Waterfall. Don't go All right, well. <laughs> oh wait, that's not the girl. That's no, the different girl. Maybe I'm not that kind. They've got so many good songs. God, I love this man. He is arguably my oh, favorite artist. I'm pretty sure I have a cassette tape of huh. Elton John and <laughs> and RuPaul singing that song. By what? I, I just remember. I just well, don't remember get it now, but please find this. Send it to us after the podcast for sure. Don't go breaking my yeah. That's amazing. I think I found it on the street in San Francisco one day, and I was like, I'm keeping this. Wait, you, like, literally straight up just, like, found it on the street? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, my record player also has a tape deck on it, so. Nice. All right, so is that um, it? That is my motherfucking drinking game. Nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> so, party people, Rocket Man. This movie was great. I loved it. And let's talk about the man who made this movie. Made this happen? Yes, yes. Mr. Fletch. He be Fletch. He be Fletch. (laughs) So this this movie was directed by Mr. Dexter Fletcher, who is not credited for directing Bohemian Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. However, he is who finished the movie. Yeah. So... Yes. As some people know, Brian Singer is credited as uh, the director for Bohemian Rhapsody. However, Brian Singer did not finish that movie due to complications that he had. And he was MIA for many a months because uh, this was a situation and he had a. Uh, he, he stepped over some lines. And therefore, Dexter Fletcher had to step in and finish the movie. And I think it did a hell of a job. Yeah. Save the movie. I agree. Um, but if you got a comparison, no comparison to me. In my personal opinion, Rocket Man is just absolutely fucking fantastic. It is one of my favorite new musicals, for sure. Definitely no, my one of my favorite in the last five years. Bohemian Rhapsody was great. I love that one, too. But Rocket Man is better. Yeah. And... Uh, I will say it right here and now. I think that our lead, Taron Egerton, was robbed out of last year's Oscars. Absolutely. Because Remy Malik won the previous year for the exact same role, and I don't think that he did as good a job as, as Taron Egerton did. In my personal opinion. I agree. This motherfucking looked like Ellen John. Mm-hmm. He oh, sung his own songs. He sang it. Mm-hmm. He gained the he weight for it. He by him. Yeah. Many, you know, it was almost like predestined because it, I think it started with uh, the movie Sing, the animated uh, movie Sing, with Matthew McConaughey and Scarlett Joe and all these people. Are we getting into this? Because I'll we? get into it. Yeah, yeah let's get into it. We're, right. I don't know where we're going. We're just gonna figure it all out. Right. We're gonna find a way. All right. Okay. Since you're talking about this. Uh, <laughs> Uh, who were we talking about? Taron. Everything. Fletcher. All right, so t- so the so how Taron Egerton became Elton. Elton. Well, this fine dude, uh, he has a lot of connections to Elton John mm. to begin with. 
Now, when he was young, he auditioned for the Royal Academy of Art or whatever. I the remember same one when that he was young. John. <laughs> Him and Susie had so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> they were holding hands and they were skimming stones. So, uh, yeah, so when, they, when he was young, having so much fun, he auditioned for the same academy as Elton John. Uh-huh. Singing your song. Nice. Number one, okay? And Number two. Elton John pops up in Kingsman 2. two. Yes, he does. Yes, he did. That's when they first him. met. Mm-hmm. That's when they first then met. Then the next year, he plays the gorilla, the, the the gorilla. gorilla on Sing, mm-hmm. who sings I'm, I'm Still Standing. I'm Still Standing. John song. Exactly. And then this movie. Now, there were many people who were up for this role. Do you want to know? Okay. So, the very first person that was, like, signed on for this movie to play him was Tom Hardy. What? Bane, Bane himself. No. Nope. Nope. No. This would have been a very weird, not saying that I don't think he could have did a he good job of playing. No. I don't think but he could. he can't no. sing. He, like, he's he acting. Can't sing. He can't act the part either. I don't think he could have played Elton John. I mean, I'm not going to say that he couldn't. Because I don't know. But I do know that the motherfucker can't sing, and he's a lot bigger. And he is a bigger guy. And Elton yeah. John. Yeah. So, and he, either way, yeah. I believe this was back when Tom Hardy was huge. Not that he's not still a huge star today, but he was a huge star, I think, around the time when they were trying to put this together. But originally, About Elton three to John, five years ago, probably. Elton John originally wanted Justin Timberlake to play him. I can Timberlake? see that. I can see okay. that. I can see that. He's way too skinny. He He'd is. have to put on a fat suit. But I don't even think he can put on the get, the weight. I don't think he could act it as well as Taron did. But I yeah. do see that Elton loves Justin. Elton does love Justin Timberlake. As do I. As do <laughs> I. Cute ass white boy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was initially who he wanted to play him. Uh-huh. But his schedule wouldn't allow for it, so he turned it down. Okay. But other people were. I don't know. <laughs> uh, James McAvoy? McAvoy? I don't know who he is. McAvoy? Uh, McAvoy? Maybe that's what I wrote. I wrote this quickly and it's <laughs> Oh, he's British. That makes sense. <laughs> is that the, the deciding factor? You got to be a Brit? Well, the majority of the I people mean, in this movie is, except yeah. like one True. or two. So, um, yeah. Uh, and oh. Daniel... Radcliffe, fucking Harry Potter, okay. yo. Nope. No, I can. He could have. He could have acted the part. I don't. He think could he, have acted the part. He can't sing. I, yeah. Uh, I, I don't like think there is an thing. argument of Taron Egerton. I think that he is perfect for this role. He's perfect for this role. The fact that he this auditioned is, for the Royal yeah. Academy with an Elton John song, and that like he's obviously it, was, it shows that he's always been a fan of Elton John. He, yeah. He really it was invested. damn near meant to be. Yeah. That he would play this role. And he invests in this character. He invested in getting to know Elton John as a person, mm-hmm. not as a celebrity. And the fact that he was robbed to not even get nominated in the Oscars, like he wasn't even he wasn't at the Oscars. No, he last wasn't. Year, so yet he won the Golden Globe. Yes, he did. He did. Ash- to be honest, Ashley's with you, had enough of the juice I box. Believe- I usually feel like the Golden Globes get it right more than yes. than I agree. Yes. Yep. I'm not no going to say who, but we all know who Golden should Gold. not have been nominated in his place. 
I am not going to say anything. I'm just <laughs> going to say that he was robbed. Um, he did a great job. And I, like I think that God put this in motion for Elton to want to do this movie and that it got pushed back so many years because they were waiting for him to yeah. be old enough to play this. That's how I see the movie Gods did this. They were yeah. like, like, the guy you want's a little too young to play you, so you might want to hold off. What's her <laughs> name? Um, <laughs> Pelicula? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's She's the, the god yeah. of uh, the theater. The theater. Yep, she was like, hey, girl. You got a pretty pellicula. Hey, girl. Let her know what's in your heart. Okay. We haven't. We so, never talked about her. As much as we talk about movies, we never talk about her. Well, this is uh, musical month, so, I mean, it's a good theatrical time. Yeah, we can do that uh, on one of these episodes. I'll do a little research and come at yeah. you guys properly next time with my pellicula knowledge. Well, you, yeah, you give me some herstory. I want some herstory. It's a lot funner when I don't got to do the research. I'll give you all the herstory you want. What you want to know about? <laughs> Pick a subject. So, uh, Dexter, yes, his, ma- his name is Dexter. Dexter St. Jock. I'm just kidding. It's Dexter Fletcher. Uh, he worked on, like we were saying, Bohemian Rhapsody. He did Rocket Man, knocked it out of the fucking park. I was watching the behind the scenes, and I love the way that he operates. So uh, yeah. he treat. He was talking to Elton when he was breaking things down. He was breaking down everything that was going on, and in the story, and like he was showing him models of the bar where young Reggie Dwight is playing. When he's like, "You can't put that there. Uh, it'll get knocked off." And how things go through. This is all based on stories, uh, based on Elton's experience. And therefore, he grafted it properly and he blocked it properly to where uh, Elton can see it happening. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. uh, the way that he was describing it is exactly how it ended up playing out in the movie. So Elton had very little notes by this point. Uh, and I think that's fantastic. I think that's a great director who is appeasing the producer, the creator, yeah. uh, and at the same time showing his vision and getting the creator on not only on board but excited about what's happening i uh i kind of wish i mean i know it's not his fault because you know he got the bohemian rhapsody after it was already in motion so he couldn't put his own vision on it he had to just continue on Mm -hmm. because i'd rather see bohemian rhapsody more done like this movie because they are such a theatrical band sure. and everything they does is so theatrical that this would they would have been a perfect uh, match yeah. for sure. that type of movie. And it's not that um, Remy Malek isn't capable of turning in this type of performance. He's yeah. fantastic. It's yeah. just, it's his performance in congruency with the director's point of view. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that when I saw the behind the scenes and they were talking to Dexter about this, he was saying how he thought he knew Elton John and like how kind of his story went. And then when he met him, he was like afraid kind of to ask him questions about his life. Mm. And Elton John was like, girl, I'm an open book. Like, what do you want to know? <laughs> like, what do you want to know? I will tell you. Um, but I kind of don't want this movie to 
be a biography of me. Like, I don't want to have a movie about me. I want it to just be a fantasy movie with my my life in the backdrop, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think they did a really good job. I think they that. married the two very well. Yeah. yeah. And, and I do... I think it, go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, I do like the fact that that Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocketman are two completely different movies. Mm-hmm. The fact that if they weren't exactly the same, it would make it not as interesting. I don't know, because like 10 years ago, I was in love with Across the Universe, which is very similar to this, where you're using music that I already love. Uh-huh. And not only are you making it like a musical, but that was a fantasy as well because a lot of things they did yeah be seen more psychedelic I, I was gonna say i think they went on the psychedelic route with that one and i liked it which you could have done with you know either one because sure. they were all into drugs and alcohol and shit you could have made it however you'd like um but yeah rocket man was just too good and mm-hmm. i think me being such a costumed person this was like a smorgasbord of Fabulous ass costumes. <laughs> fabulous ass or costumes. <laughs> I wish he had a, some chapless ass. Like there, some assless ass chaps. A little ass bit of ass. Chaps. Yeah, he Woo! ain't Prince, but you know, I went down with that. <laughs> you know, and it was cool. It's it was cool to see, you know, after he is sent to the hospital, you know, them changing him. I love that scene. Lifting him up and that was such a good scene. Putting it on the baseball shit, and then all of a sudden it's like, faces like smiling, and I it's time. It. It's, it's Re- Reggie's gone. It's time to be Elton John. It's time to be Elton John. So yeah, that sure. is a, a true fact that did happen in real life. Yeah. A lot of the stuff is not Dude. as true as we would think. But Elton John did take like 40 something volumes at a party that he was throwing at his house he went to the diving board and said that he was going to kill himself and then he jumped into the pool for my next trick i'm gonna fucking kill myself and they did fish him out and pump his stomach but three days later he was on stage at dodger stadium yeah performing for millions of people or whatever three days later yeah so that's true so that little showing how fast it was for him to be like you alive you cool cool put this shit on get back on get your ass back on stage because we all need that money i love the transitions that they do in this movie like he was uh, like that scene right there when he's on stage and he hits the baseball out into the stands and he sings rocket man and all of a sudden he's taking flight and he's flying out of the stadium cut to uh him literally landing. landing in the plane with his hair still smoking all the smoke fucking dope like, oh my god and then fast like, oh forward so it's been six months to a year yeah or who knows how long i love it i know as soon as he sat down i was like that's he's still smoking great transitioning <laughs> that just shows how one. much uh how fast his life is moving I mean, yeah. Especially when you are heavily dependent on substance like alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. You lose track of time. We did talk about that in uh, Rebound where the goat is like, you, it's, it's only, only been, been like a, six months. Like, six months. You remember I came back, it was winter, yeah. you know, but it really had been two years. Like, 
You know, when yeah. you're fucked up. It was up cold you when I got back, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> Wait a minute. Finish. <laughs> He's trying to remember. You know how. Yeah, oh, so. Some years. Sorry, Don. Yeah. Yeah, so like, that was kind of showing that, mm-hmm. like, he is shooting out of control. I fucking love it. I am kind of glad that he, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dexter didn't have his name as director on Bohemian Rhapsody because I feel like that would have kind of roped him in as a one-trick director. Yes. And it wouldn't give him the opportunity really to get hired for other things. Well, he was the producer for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. So I mean, he's produced. That is what, he, that is what he's credited for. for yeah. That. He's produced a, a few things. But um, I think that once you do like two back to back like that, it's like, okay, that's your niche. That's what you do. You do uh, action movies or you do romantic comedies or you do straight up comedies or you do thrillers, you know, Uh, like uh, sucks to say, but after uh, get out and us, I think that that's what people are expecting now from from, shit. I I think I'm already drunk. (laughs) Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. But that he's he said that he that's all he wants to do. Oh, that's what he wants yeah, to do. Yeah, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, my point being that he has already had uh Dexter has had a track record that is very eclectic. So he started his first directorial debut was a western. He did Wild Bill. Uh and I don't know if you've seen uh Eddie the Eagle. The dude? He yeah. sounds familiar. Uh Eddie the Eagle <laughs> It was this no, movie. Like that name. I know he's a real person, right? He is a, he is a real person. Yeah, okay. Uh, so I, it's this guy who uh, – it was also Taron Egerton, by the way. Ooh. It was him and Hugh Jackman. Um, and so it's this – he's a ski jumper. Uh, and he, uh, he practices skiing on like the top of a van or some shit like that. But, I see the straight the poster here. Yeah, he's on a van. Yeah, he's like it's it's definitely an underdog movie. Um, he's preparing for the nineteen eighty eight Winter Olympics. Exactly. Okay. okay. You know, uh, and so he has that, and then going from that to Bohemian Rhapsody, then going to Rocket Man, and now he's doing a action uh, mystery in um, Sherlock Holmes three. We were just talking about this. Is there going to be another Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, there's going to be another one. Rachel McAdams is coming back. Robert Downey Jr. is coming back. Yes. (laughs) But I think that's great. I think that he is doing all genres, and I love when I see a director who can act is capable of doing that because it's not an easy thing to do at all. Okay. But that's what I got on Mr. Dexter Fletcher. We'll talk about him again because mm-hmm. I do love Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't want anyone out there thinking that I'm hating on that oh, awesome movie. No, it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and so on that note, I'm ready to dive into this cast if you are. I was born ready. Now, <laughs> the thing that like troubles Andy me. Garcia? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That literally is a default saying that I say all the time. Anytime anyone asks me if I'm ready, I always tell them I was born ready. <laughs> I've been doing it since I was like 12. Mm. Um, but what happens to me when it comes to what are you looking at? What's going on? I just Someone coming? No, I just realized that this light is off. 
Oh, wow. I was like, is someone in the house? <laughs> I'm looking at okay, you. Sure. I'm always working on the technical side. I know, I'm sorry. So, when it comes to doing movies that have real facts on it, it's always hard for me to get past finding real facts and fake facts that are in movies. Um, uh -huh. So, I don't have too much on all of the cast, but I do got some on some real shit that went down. Okay. So, all right. I do want to throw in a real fact before you move on to someone in the cast. Throw it out there. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I should be the one burping over here. I'm not burping. With I'm hiccuping. With your moscato. <laughs> with my moscato. <laughs> okay. So uh, here's a real fact. Real fact. Get to me. Elton John, Elton John really did walk out of a concert at Madison Square Garden. And checked himself into a rehab facility in full costume. Yep. Thank God that he did, man. Yep. <laughs> and he has been sober since the 90s. Yep. Yeah, like 25 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something like that. So, so, yeah, that's a real fact. He's still standing. But, yes. Higher than he ever he, did. Because he's still standing <laughs> higher than he ever did. Oh, I got another... Fun fact about that, Looking if you like want. a true survivor, having some like, little kids. <laughs> he does have some little kids. Two, kids sons, <laughs> two sons with his husband. Mm -hmm. um, but that almost standing video at the very end yes. mm -hmm. is the real video for yep. that song. That. And they just put in a Ten. different Elton. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's it. Great. It's straight up back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, MTV VH1 times. Because I had never seen that video. Honestly, no? I knew the song. Yeah, I knew the song, like, oh, hardcore. It. It's so and, good. And uh, our nieces love the sing version of it, so they do be bumping that one. Okay. Um, but I had never seen the real video, so when I was watching the movie, I was like, this looks real. Like, this looks real, but he doesn't look real. Like, he looks like he's put in there. Uh-huh. So then I had to look at the video. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That is the same people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Just, so. Yeah. They. Uh, what is it called? Rotoscoping or something like that. Yeah, of him being in there. So I thought that was pretty funny, and I think that's a good way to end the movie because that song is very inspirational. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wonder if that is the song that Bernie handed him while he was in rehab. Could have been. Could have been. Uh, <laughs> do you want the real life? Yeah, give me that real life. No, he was still on drugs when he was, that song came out. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty, ah. he was still. So it's more so, yeah, I'm doing drugs, but I'm still but standing. I'm still standing. <laughs> well, the song with me. Is, about a, is about a girl leaving him and fucking with his emotion. And he's like, I don't care, bitch, I'm still standing. All right. Like, but, uh. A girl yeah, leaving no. him? Not uh, really, I'm gay. I'm just saying, I call everybody girl, so. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. Yeah. Uh, so, first person I want to talk about is Dick. What are you doing in my office? Just taking a meeting. I'll make you a cup of tea then, shall I? Boss? Talk about some dick. dick. Stefan Graham. Where's the dick? <laughs> where? <laughs> uh -huh. Why are you asking where? For me. <laughs> So Stephen Graham plays Dick, 
the their first manager won the uh, talk shit so much. I love his entrance when uh, what's his name when he Elton is Ray. having his meeting with uh, the younger guy Ray Ray. Um, and he's relaxed and he's in the office and everything. All of a sudden, Dick comes in and he's like, "What are you doing in my office?" <laughs> Just taking a meeting. Oh. Well, I'll get you a cup of tea then. Boss. He knows he's in so yep. much trouble. I know that you guys don't watch The Office, but I've I seen know episodes. That, I know that our fans have, at least yes. some of them have. Uh-huh. Um, but there's a scene where a character named Ryan, he's a douchebag, yeah. uh, but he gets promoted up to being like one of the heads of the company. Okay. And so he's doing like a talking head interview and he's like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm living the life here. You know, I'm the youngest VP in the company's history. And he's like talking all this smack. But in the middle of him talking, the boss comes in and he's like, look, I told you if you're going to do this, do this in your own office. Get out of my office. And he like kicks him out. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he like jumps up and leaves. Um, that's what exactly what that reminded me of, of him just being like. Hey, what are you doing in here? The piano's in there. That's why. That makes sense. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> personally, I love seeing this guy. I think he's a fantastic actor. He obviously always plays Brits, but he always does a great job. A lot of people will know him from Gangs of New York. What? Uh, yes, he is. I know him from uh, Snatch. Snatch. Plays Tommy he's in Tommy. Snatch. Put a lead on her, Turkish, before she gets bitten. You don't want to get bitten, do you, sweetheart? Yeah, that's Tommy. He's like, yeah, I got you a dog. Oh, yeah, a dog. What? A dog. Thanks, you like dogs? Oh, dogs. Sure, I like dogs. I like caravans more. (laughs) Exactly. I watched, it took me until my second time watching it. I was like, why do I know this fool? Who is this guy? Oh, he's great. I look him up. He's such. And I was like, it's fucking Tommy. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, he's also in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. He's in a number of things. He's got a shit ton of projects that he's working on right now. What has he got Stay going work. on? Oh, my God. I'm telling you, he's got White House Farm, Save Me, Greyhound, Code 404, Pop, Venom, Boiling Point, Northwater, The Last Fury. My dude fucking works. You, you skipped over one. What? The one that caught my eye. I'm There's going to be a Christmas Carol TV series, and he's going to play Jacob Marley. <laughs> I didn't skip over it. That's 2019. That happened. Well, I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, it's like a TV show? A TV miniseries. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah, so, I like Dags. I like Dags. <laughs> He's always going to be Tommy. Always. Yeah, I kept looking at him. I was like, I know this fool. Uh-huh. I know him. What you doing I still know where I know. It's for protection. <laughs> protection from what? The Germans. What's to stop you from blowing your bollocks off every time you sit down? Yeah, Tommy was a dumbass. We should do that movie. That was a good one. He's fucking dope. I love that guy. And I love that director, too. Wow, porn Uh, movie month. (laughs) So in this one, he plays Dick, their manager, and I think he does a hell of a job. He's getting older now, so he's playing these roles now. He's no longer the leader of the young gang. He's now the executive. Like, his portrayal in this movie uh, as Dick is similar to Mike Myers' portrayal uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody when he's like, I'll never think that this is going to be a fucking hit. 
Meanwhile, El Elton John plays him three hits, and as soon as he starts the melodies, we all know those songs, and we all love those songs. And he's like, boring. That's bollocks. Boring. What's the next one? Are you taking a piss? I do have to say that it made me notice that he does have slow and depressing ass songs. <laughs> but they're so that I good. They are good. But like if you did them back to back like he was doing them, I'd be like, come on, girl. I need you to do something here. Cause sure. I get I need that. some Crocodile Rock. I need something that uh, gets the crowd moving. But He's got some yeah. big ones either way. You know? He does. He like, does. And I don't think of like Benny and the Jets as slow and depressing, Benny even though it Jets. is pretty slow. You know, I yeah, but he was thinking like, and that's why they call it the blues. That's true. Yeah, and it's he such was a playing songs ever song. And like Tiny Dancer song. is one of my favorite songs of all time. I don't even think of it as sad. I think of it as a story. You know, it's it's almost like a a fable that uh, you're being retold of this person that existed in history. I just see it as band on the road, <laughs> all fucked up on a bus, yeah. singing it all together. Mm. Like, kind of, that's like, when I hear that song, yeah, that's what great. I think of. And the chicks are great. <laughs> and the chicks are great? Ugh, I, I like never said asshole. that. He definitely said that. He definitely said that. <laughs> he definitely said that. Yeah. Uh, oh I love I now listen. that movie because that's one of my favorite movies. Get it movies. together, man. This is Rolling Stones. Yeah. I don't need to tell you this. Yeah. Do you think, <laughs> do you think that Mick Jagger is going to be out there dancing when he's 50? Yes. No, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When he's when 70? He's 70, 73, 74. What is he now? Who Killing it. Killing it. it. Oh my Who god. Who knew that there'd be a modern day song talking about moves like fucking Jagger? <laughs> they got the no moves one knew. like Jagger. Alright. Uh moving on uh to our other villain of the movie. Uh one one of them. He's got a few enemies in this movie now that I think about it. Okay, a lot of people one? Are against him. I don't think Dick was an enemy. He was just a You're right, he's not an producer. enemy. Yeah. yeah. He's just you know, he's he's a dick. <laughs> But he's on his side. Life? If anything, he was a better manager than uh, the guy that kind of uh, made Elton fall in love with him. Yeah, uh, I don't no. even. I don't even know if that John. guy's British. Uh, I don't know if he is or not. He's played John. by Mr. Richard Madden. Um, Fine. Is he Fine. though? In this movie, I like him with the dark hair. I think he looks weird. Are we talking about John? Is that what we're talking about? Is His manager? Richard Madden. Yeah, Richard Madden. Yes. I think normally he's a good-looking dude. In this one, maybe it's because he's dated, and I think those sh suits look like shit. I like the suits! I like uh, the suits. I, I do agree. If it, it looks weird on him. It looks weird. <laughs> Personally. Because it's a different time. It's a different those time. Suits, in my opinion, those suits No, but it looks like, weird on him. Ugh. It looks weird on him. It does. It looks like he's him. got like a suit on underneath the suit chest is just so like uh, you know like, it just it throws okay. me off boxy nice job nice suit and then you okay. see him naked and he's not that big yeah. to where he should be filling out those suits <laughs> it's I'm almost like saying. he wears them so that he can't move i feel <laughs> like sometimes he looks kind of like a basic white dude but with this dark hair 
his piercing eyes, he was looking fine in this. I do know that the fool is it was in uh, Game, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I am not a Thronian. I don't know. Either are we. No, he plays Rob. I have yet to get into Game of Thrones because of all the gossip and everything that was going on in the last season and those seasons before then. I like to wait until all that shit is done and then dive into a show. I'm just waiting Uh, for it to show up on fucking Netflix. I'm going to watch it eventually. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch it eventually. It's on my list of things to see. But I wasn't about to wait. Uh, but yeah, he is in uh, Game of Thrones. He did five seasons. Uh, he also plays the prince in uh, Cinderella, the the 2015 version. With okay. Fanning? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. That one sucked, but yes. Didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't missing that. Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, I think he does a good job in this. Yeah. It's just... I hate him. So you I, yeah, I hate him and I'm supposed to. You know? I don't know if I hate him. Maybe because he's... he's looks fine and i give five people a little extra leeway to be a dick because you're fine um (laughs) but uh he was the only dick thing i would say is that he obviously shouldn't have been sleeping with elton john and like cheap with him and stuff like that i think that that, he straight up manipulated him from jump street yeah he was stealing money from him he never cared about elton he exploited him him? oh yeah. yeah he stole money from him he was fucking around on him. Elton wanted to have a relationship with him. Because all he wanted was love. Yeah. And this guy was heartless and money hungry and wanted to live the bachelor life. And Elton John supplied that with his talent and with his money. And so he kept well, him happy and was... on the rope for many, many years until well, he finally was... wised up. He was his manager until 1998. So it hasn't been too, too long since he wasn't his manager. Uh, I do know that after they broke up, their relationship was strictly business. And, like, that's all that they ever talked about and, like, uh, did. Sure. But I don't know. I didn't do deep diving on him, skimming off the top. This is this is the movie character. We don't know if this is how much of this is based off of real life. Oh, I thought you were saying in real life. He's oh, no, off. no, I'm talking about the character. Wait, did I miss something in the movie? Where did that part come in in the movie? All throughout. Throughout Of him stealing money? Like, I never saw him do anything like that. No, uh, at his house when he's, like, showing the books. He's like, what is this? Oh, yeah, yeah, they hint at it. It, It's very subtle. Okay. Then immediately it cuts to him getting sucked off by the intern on the patio. Hot. <laughs> and he's, I know, just he's so, there and he's completely unapologetic still calling him my love he's like get the fuck out of here dude you don't care about me I'm gonna go and fix him a drink darling why don't you clean yourself up because you fucking stink he is a good actor though like uh, right after this he did uh, 1917 oh I didn't see that but I heard it was good oh it was it was very very good he played Lieutenant Joseph Blake uh, who has only i think two scenes uh at the end so he plays the older brother of the uh oh, person that they're trying to find that's right okay I okay did not recognize him yeah holy shit so that was a great movie great fucking great movie. movie i'm not gonna say anything else about it just he plays the older brother of one of the main that's characters right 
and he does a very good job in his very uh, short uh, time on screen. I mean, I only had seen him in Cinderella, and I didn't realize that was him until after I watched this. Mm. But uh, he did a good job. Yeah, I think think he's fine. I commend them for those sex scenes that that they did. I I want to be the meat in between that sandwich. (laughs) Hello. Was both it, of them fine. <laughs> they both get it. Did, did, did you get the impression like Jason mentioned it? Like that sexy, it was kind of like a who's going on top? <laughs> yeah, it was almost like a wrestling match. Like whoever wins the wrestling match is the one that gets to be on top. <laughs> well, sometimes people aren't a designated uh, top or bottom. Uh-huh. Sometimes you get two tops yeah. or two bottoms. So. Yeah, I think so. I guess that that's what they were. Yeah. I don't know. I, they had to I figure it, it out. Cool. I it mean, was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> It was, I guess, the first, like, real love, gay love scene between males Mm -hmm. in a big motion picture movie. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I read that. I don't know. I feel like their their steel wasn't as... They had their clothes on for the most part. It wasn't as erotic, you might say. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't like... This sex scene was similar to a straight person sex scene. Uh-huh. Brokeback Mountain was not similar to a straight people's no. sex scene. Yeah. No? It's like licking palms and, you know, no. breathing heavy. If anything, uh, Brokeback Mountain sex scene is equivalent to, say, uh, the sex scene between Denzel and Mila Jovovich in He Got Game. Okay. Between Denzel and me in my dream. <laughs> That's how you want it? No. <laughs> No, I want him ready. Not like Take your time. Don't, I don't need you being away for six years. Yeah, this fool, he like was, he kissed her. And he was like, oh, oh, oh. It was over. <laughs> don't move too fast now. Uh, uh, stop moving. Don't touch me. Don't touch I me. I told you it was the turbulence. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, All right. yeah. so who I meant to talk about uh, when I said uh, one of the villains was Mr. Stephen uh, McIntosh. Macintosh, like the computer? Yeah, he plays Elton's dad. Ugh. This motherfucker is just just... straight-up asshole. He hates his life. He doesn't even ever give a good reason why he's upset with his life. Well, okay, so this is what I think. I think that he hated his wife more than he loved his son. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was plain and simple. He married some hot chick. Mm-hmm. She thought she was marrying some dude in the army that was going to treat her right and take care of her. He gone all the damn time. Yeah. And when he comes home, she pissed. Yeah. So they ain't never, they ain't never happy. Yeah, and who um, knows how long she's been fucking around on him. And I don't blame her for fucking around on him. Because he seemed like he was an asshole from the get-go. Yeah. He does seem like an asshole, but she is ex- incredibly selfish simultaneously. Like she's but that's us looking at it after like you know ten years of plus of marriage, you know. Yeah. Who that's knows a whole if he, like, he could have been seeing other women too? Could have been. He could have been beating her. I don't know. We don't know that, but that's not disclosed from either side. But point being, um, she tries to hurt him just as much as he does her. They right. both don't like each other they both are in an unhappy situation and the one that's really suffering is elton right exactly he's done nothing wrong here and the 
fact is that he was born gay and they both know it, but they don't talk about it and they don't accept him because of such. I mean, it is time period. You know, that's probably the 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. He's a dick. You come home after you've been gone forever. And I don't care if my child is asleep. I'm going to at least go and stick my head in there and look at him. Yeah. Still your kid. At the end of the day, it's still my kid. kid. You're still my kid. I mean, I do that to my own nieces, and they ain't even my damn kids. If I haven't seen them in a couple of days, yeah. and I get home and they're asleep, I'm going to pop my head in and at least look at them like, oh, there's my babies. I think, okay, that, bye. I think they're both just bad people in general. Yeah. And Elton was the bystander. Because even yeah. as they both, as they all get older, like, thank God he had his grandma there. Um, yes. But... So- as they both get older, they both showcase their real uh, colors when he visits them or when they visit him. When he goes to see his dad, he's still a fucking asshole through and through. And he's still manipulating him and treating him like his unclaimed son. Yeah, like he's different. You know? He still he tries to get him to sign that album, but then he says, no, 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 make it out to so-and-so. This uh, buddy at work is a fan of yours, not me. Yeah, we got your albums, but I don't want tickets to your show. Yeah. Motherfucker. Fuck that. And it's like, Elton straight up tells him, you know, looks like things worked out real well for you the second time around. And he looks at him with this shit-eating grin on his face. He's like, yeah, I suppose it did. In other words, looking at him like, I never wanted you in the first place. I probably only married yeah. you because, or I married your mom because good. she had you, out of obligation. Well, you know what? Choice. Apparently, that fool told you your wife was stepping out on you. You owe him at least a fucking hug when you leave. Yeah. Nothing. Piece of Nothing. shit. Nothing. So, uh, you ready for a real fact? Give me that real fact. The relationship between his parents in this movie is real. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not have a good relationship either one of his parents i mean more so with his mom because his mom was there sure um but his dad did dip out when he was 14 and he dipped out and left it with his mom who did marry the dude that she was she now with okay and it seemed like they they stayed married until forever uh, but the one person that really was his Angel, his cheerleader, was his grandmother. Like you said, she was the only one that cared because she was the only one that cared. Mm-hmm. Thank God. She, yeah, uh, he did get uh, a Grammy for producing the music for uh, Lion King. Yeah. And he dedicated it to his gra- grandmother who had died like a week before the oh ceremony. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because he loved her so much. Yeah, yes. so she was a real, real uh, inspiration to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got another fun fact. What's up? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I was, know what you're going to say. No, go was, ahead and say it. What? No, I was just going to say Lion King's my favorite Disney movie. So, props. Yeah. I was going to say go ahead. that he was really a musical savant. That's real. He could listen to music and play listen to it one time. And play it back to you nearly perfect. Amazing. Wow. That's so. That's, that's why he got into the school. That's why his grandmother uh, 
was so involved because she was like, this kid can play whatever. He heard that song on the radio five minutes ago and he already played it on the, the piano. Like, And he wondered why he could never get his dad to connect to his music. He was like, I'm sitting here. I can play whatever you want. Like, Dad, what do you want me to play? I'll play it for you. And he just didn't care and didn't want to be shit. part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Dick. Well, Stephen McIntosh did a good job. I thoroughly hated him. Yeah. And I also hated thoroughly hated him in the Underworld uh, series where he plays Wasn't tennis. Wasn't it Underworld? Mm-hmm. Underworld, the, uh, the uh, vampires and werewolves with Kate Oh, yeah, Martin no, Tell. I've seen it. I've yeah, seen it. He plays tennis. It wasn't one of my faves, so I don't think I remember it as well. Ah, got you. Well, he's one of the. He's one of the. Not evil. scary enough for me, Smashley. I'm he's sorry. one of the evil vampires. Let's just say that. Back is hell so hot in it. Ooh, babe. <laughs> she's too skinny for me. She's no, so hot. That girl is fine. She's fine. She's too skinny. Her face is pretty, but she's too skinny. Speaking of beautiful actresses, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard plays our mother. Elton Love John. her. And she is la, 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 la. She's so talented. She put on some weight yeah. in order to play this yeah. role. You no. can see it. Wait, no, wasn't she pregnant? Oh, maybe she was pregnant. That makes sense. Her face looks really full. Yeah, and she's, yeah she's really full in the face. She was that could be why. Well, all I'm saying is, if you don't know who she is, she comes from a line. I guess not a line, but she comes from. Oh, she's got some lineage. Well, she, she got, got some pops. lineage. And an uncle. And an uncle. (laughs) That I've been working for like 50 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watch the Andy Griffin show to fall asleep sometimes because it's so boring. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, that was mean. I I ain't got no black people in Mayberry. (laughs) Ain't no goddamn black people. And it's just too, it's too much. It's not, I put it off for background noise and a laugh track. Oh my God. her so, father is the greatest, one of the greatest directors of all time, one Ron of my Howard. Mr. Ron Howard. God. How do you feel about the Music Man for Musical Month? The Music Man. Possibly. I Ron Howard's in it. I've never seen it. <gasps> Sorry. Oh, the Wells Fargo wagon is a coming down the street. Oh, please let it be for me. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. she got her start working with her dad, obviously. As a child, uh, he put her in Parenthood. He put her in Apollo 13. Uh, he put her in Parenthood. Mine. Uh, Parenthood, she was a redheaded audience member. <laughs> so she just, she's an extra, but he threw her in. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's some... good. I thought he just like gave her a part. I was like, who is she? Is she the little girl? No. The little girl's blonde. No, the little girl's blonde, and she's a redhead. Um, okay. Yeah. So he, he's been putting her in uh, a few things uh, early on, but he hasn't put her in anything since. So he's like, girl, if you want to do this, you're going to have to She had to earn shit. her way, and she absolutely did. Like, she's played uh, Kate Connor in Terminator Salvation. She did uh, the Twilight series. She played Victoria's ass, evil ass. Uh, she was Hilly Holbrook Twilight. in The Help. Miss Hilly should not okay. be having babies. Time Write out. that down. I know. <laughs> I love the help. She is the worst person in the world in the help. Why can't she be characters that I like? I don't even really like her in Jurassic Park that much either. I like her in Jurassic Park. I like her more because she's not meant to be like a bitch. Yeah. But the help she's in just this one. O C D A type personality in Jurassic Park. But I like yeah. her uh the 
the relationship she has with Chris Pratt. I can't wait for them to get it on. I just like Chris Pratt. <laughs> well, she's doing uh, Jurassic Park, or excuse me, Jurassic World Dominion. They're filming that right now, and by filming that right right now, I mean eventually when this shit is all over. I mean, they probably started it, but they probably started it and had to stop. <laughs> Which is not good for Chris Pratt, because uh, he's got to get a Bowflex. He's got to <laughs> commit. Because he likes to drink beer and eat, and uh-huh. he can only keep it down. What's my snack? What's my snack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not look like looking at what his snacks are, because it's just very depressing. It's so funny. I, would, well, I wouldn't want to eat that. I'd be so mad if that was like my snack every day. The thing is, his snacks are usually the snack that he's supposed to save for the next day. <laughs> Because he, he already yeah. ate his snack for today. <laughs> yeah. And from what I hear, he'll eat the entire apple, including the core. Ew. That's just the I way can, he does it. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But I was yeah. giving up beer for a little bit uh, because Chris Pratt lost a lot of weight by stopped drinking beer. And I was doing pretty good until quarantine happened. Yeah, damn. Well, uh, Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard... Uh, is a great actress. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, I thoroughly dislike her. I think she does a fantastic job. And she's got this way about her. Like, she's she's a pinup girl from, like, the 50s, you might say. You know? But she's got this entitlement to her. That she had bigger aspirations and bigger dreams. And she just is so mean to Elton, especially when he's an adult and she tells him how she feels about him being gay or when they're at dinner and she's telling him, I want this house and you need to buy it for me because you're breaking my heart and it's an embarrassment to be your mother. You don't do anything and I'm the one who suffers. I should never have had children. Do you know how disappointing it is to be your mother. It's like, fuck you, dude. Okay. This is my opinion. She hated her life. Uh She had a husband that she hated. She probably looked at Elton and saw his fucking dad every time she looked at him, so that never helps. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the time difference does, I guess, make a difference on how she would accept him. I don't think it has a difference on human emotion, though. No, I don't think that his reaction to it could be any different. Uh But what I do think is that it could have been a lot worse. She could have disowned him. She could have been like, I don't want to hear, you know, you're dead to me. But she didn't. She said what most gay parents say to their children. I know. I know you're gay. And it doesn't matter. I kind of don't want to hear about it, but like I know. Uh, but the, the only thing but to that tell is, him that you will never be loved, be loved properly. Properly, that, wow, that's yeah. some fucked up shit. You didn't even let me finish my sentence. Okay, what go I was ahead. gonna say, but her coming at him saying that he would never be loved is that needle in the side, you know, mm-hmm. the neck side, because she didn't have to say that. No. She could have just said, "I know," and left it at that. I think she hurts fine. him because he has everything that she wanted yeah. or saw for her life it's all for her the touch for her yeah she's she's a narcissist here's the thing all i want for my house is a nice house with the bills paid and there's food and electricity on 
and I ain't got to pay. That sounds awesome. If you could do that for me, which it seemed like he was doing for her, then what, which, what else you got to want for? Yeah, why you got to be a bitch? <laughs> what else do you want for? Why you got to tell me I'm breaking your heart? Why you got to tell me I'll never thoroughly be loved? Why you got to tell me that you should have never had me? Plus, we are looking at it as in a different culture. Uh-huh. They might be white, but they still from a different country. Yeah. And, you know, they're the misproper of the proper of the proper, you know, pinky rings and tees. Like, uh, that's their fucking deal. So I can understand them not, but it sucks yeah. how she treats him. And it does put him in that downward spiral that we see, at least in this movie, where it's like, well, shit. The, my manager doesn't love me. My dad doesn't love me. My mom doesn't love me. Like, my fans only love Elton John. They don't love Reggie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's totally a different, you know. I don't that's care. She doesn't get no slack from me. I don't okay. care where she's from. <laughs> you don't treat your son like that. Uh, especially when he's as cute se- as Kit Connor. In the 60s and 70s, people, it was illegal to be gay. I don't give a shit. Don't miss, right? <laughs> I don't He's think it's right. Yeah. Yes, sir. People have been gay since Greek mythology. Yes. Since the Bible. It, it wasn't anything new. It was just un, untalked about. She gets no pass with me. But yeah. I think that she gets a pass because she did an awesome job. Oh, Bryce Dallas Howard I gets she a pass. She's fantastic. Maybe, maybe Ron will put her in some of his movies again like he does his brother Clint. Clint's in every goddamn. He's in every goddamn thing, but his child. He's like, sorry, bitch. No. Love him. Love Clint. He's fantastic. You know what I like him in? Tango and Cash. He's slinky. I like. He's as good as anything I ever seen him. You see that guy right there? I killed him. He was my best friend. Oh my god! Can I tell you a fun fact about him before we move on? Go for it. So Clint uh, was. He received a MTV Movie Award uh, for just kind of being like this weird character actor that's in Ron Howard's movie. Uh-huh. But it was more of a joke than it being serious, but he took it as serious. Uh-huh. Like, oh, thank you for my popcorn, my golden popcorn. <laughs> but it was like more of like, look at this fool who you never knew who he was. He's Ron Howard's brother, and he's in every big Ron Howard movie ever. And you didn't even know, like, that's the first time I remember him. I'd be upset. I would be upset, too. I thought that was, I, that's when I found out that was his brother. I was like, yeah, oh, shit. He's a great brother. fucking actor. I don't care if he's he, a journeyman actor or that he is. most people don't know his name. He, he's been good, acting he turns in a good job every single time. He acted, he's, he started acting before Ron Howard started, uh-huh. started acting. Because he's his older brother. Yep. Yeah. It's a little history. Howard history. All right. I'm thoroughly upset now <laughs> talking about situations. And... I thought her clothes were cute and her face was oh, cute. She's, yeah. Oh, her face is very cute. Bryce Dallas Howard is an attractive woman. I like her not a redhead. I like her as a redhead. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, she looks good as a redhead. That's because like, she's so damn pale. I distinctly remember seeing uh, Jurassic World uh, and I was like, who is that? <laughs> Sorry, babe. It's all good. <laughs> We're talking about. Yep. I'm gonna pay for that later. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Kit Connor plays young Reggie, and I think he does a fantastic job. 
So he's not little toddler, like four or five year old Reggie. He's Reggie that's playing the piano, that's in the bar, playing uh, uh, Saturday for his grandma. You know, saying. Should I play the one I like? So, excuse me, you can't put that there. <laughs> Why not? You'll get knocked off. It's getting late, have you seen my mates? My tail when the boys get here. So that's Kit Connor. And I, I wanted to uh, give him, shine a little light on him because I think he did a great job. Yes. From the bar to at home to working with uh, homegirl uh, Mrs. McGonagall. <laughs> 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 oh, you haven't seen Harry Potter's yet. Sorry. That's because someone named Jason said I was no longer allowed to watch the movie. Hey, Even yeah. though I've restarted re reading the book, I was told I was no longer allowed to watch any more of the movie. Why? Until, until you watched them with me. That's what I was told. Okay, I mean, so we need to have a watch party of Harry Potter. Damn, Gina. Yeah, bitch, because I've seen three days ago. You really want to no, start but I want to watch them again? Yeah, because they're always rewatchable. Love that. That's a good I need number. <laughs> See, I have to watch number three and on. <gasps> I watched part two. We are going Boom, to part You're one. just getting into the good part. <laughs> We're going to plan this. We're going to have a watch party with you. Let me ask you something. What are you doing after this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish this bottle and we're going to watch some Harry Potter. Hey! <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. So uh, he's also uh, in uh, – he's worked with another fantastic actor – or, excuse me, director, Mr. Steven Spielberg recently. What? He's in Ready Player One. Ooh, where he is? He's not the Ready Player One. No. But he's in it. No shit. What? Yeah, he's in Ready Player One. I don't know, man. Doing what? Uh, he plays a Reb Kid. I don't know which one that is. I'd have to rewatch the movie. Yeah. But I know he's in it, doing okay. his thing. Well, he's I got more credits than I do. I need us to rewatch this movie because I love that movie. Yeah. It was a good movie. 16 years old, he's awesome. got 20 credits. Killing it. Look at that cute face. Right? <laughs> Adorable. Ever since you banged your love... fat little legs in front of a piano. I love his <laughs> little, uh, when he gets his little dude. He wants to play rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Elvis, his Elvis do, and he's like he got playing. got my mom's hair. My favorite my is he's, he's like playing classical music at school with this do, and he's like rocking it. And the teacher just gives him a look like, you're different. Hmm. Like, you came in yesterday with flat hair. What happened? <laughs> you got into this rock and roll shit. I'm so I excited. loved his hair. Yeah, he looks cute. And his mom throws another jab at him. Enjoy it while it lasts. You got my family. You'll probably be bald by the time you're 20. One, I love that joke because when I heard it, I was like, nah, at least by 30, he's almost bald. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he lasted a little while. Yeah. He lasted longer than 20. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, it's time to talk about our main characters. Yee! Starting with Mr. Jamie I Bell. I love him Dude, so much. he does so good. What about him? He's the handsome one. I love no, him. No, no, I just write the songs. So Bernie. it took me to a minute to realize that I have seen this kid. Yes, like you have. Ago. Yes, you have. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. He is Billy Elliot. He is Billy Elliot. Uh-huh. From the 2000 My uh, God. Movie. Actually, Billy Elliot. I'm a little excited. Um, and that <laughs> let me borrow movie this. Was, that movie Crazy. was turned into a musical. Broadway musical. Broadway. Woo! 
And we're going to have to give some thanks to that to the great Sir Elton John, yes. who made sure that that show made it to Broadway. So that's another no connection shit. from yes. a cast member to Elton. Yeah. Get it, my <sighs> dude. I have loved. Mm-hmm. I have loved Jamie Bell since since Billy Elliot. I had a huge crush on him. Really? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah, Interesting. I had a huge crush on him from that movie. And then when I saw he, him like appearing in these different movies, and when I saw him in Rocket Man, I was like, I was rooting for him. I was like, yes, he's so talented. We were all rooting he's incredibly for you. talented. He is. He's cute. He looks weird with the long hair, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I mean, but he's still got that face. He's still, yeah. you know, he's got his charm. So you know, he's, uh, you know, he's endearing. Yeah, he is. In this movie, you you feel for him. Like, don't get me wrong. He has, as he gets older, he loves them ladies, and he loves them well, and often, sometimes two at a time. He likes black ladies. I like that too. I was yep. like, get it, Bernie. Put <laughs> hey. up some black hippie chick. Yep. And uh, shows up at the party later with two girls on his arm, dressed the same and all that shit. I know, know he's dressed. He so lived. Nice. Uh, he lived the life, you know. I like when he walks into that party, and uh, homeboy uh, shakes his hand. He's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Walks straight past him. Like, I have no idea who that guy was. No idea who he is. That's my life. I'm fantastic. Uh, I, I'm famous. I Come here. Did you watch a? I know he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he don't give a shit. Uh, I did watch a documentary probably like nine or ten years ago about the recording for uh, Yellow Brick Road and yeah, how they made Yellow it. Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, for the album. Uh, and that's the first time that I was introduced to Bernie. And I was like, wait, this is the guy that writes the lyrics? Like, what? The-? Like, it blew my mind uh, <laughs> watching this documentary and watching their. Uh, techniques of how they write their music. Yeah. It is true the way that we see it in the movie. They don't write music together. Mm-hmm. They're not like a John Lennon and Paul oh, McCartney, right. like they say, um, because they didn't write music together. They wrote music separately. Mm-hmm. Bernie would give him the the lyrics. Elton would sing it and play the music. Like yeah. that is where you know their teamwork is. Uh, they did take a break in the mid seventy, late 70s, I think it was, early 80s. Uh-huh. They took a break um, because, like Bernie said, he just wanted to go home and chill. Like, I'm tired of traveling and For sure. dealing with people and shit all the time. I just want to just, like, go back home. I haven't had all the girls a man can have. I want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think the song... Uh, that's why they call it the blues. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. What the fuck's that about? Was their first song back together. Ah. Gotcha. gotcha. So it okay. is not I'm Still Standing like we see it is uh-huh. in this movie. It would be like, so I'm guessing the song that he technically probably would have handed him in rehab would have been that one because okay. I know that was the first one that was returned they really don't fight apparently about music or in life yeah they don't it's, have arguments they don't have arguments I think it's mainly because uh, Bernie is like a chill dude and Elton John's a crazy diva and it just he just lets him do him because he knows like yeah. 
this is his process, and we gotta get some good shit out of this, yeah. you know? It's Bernie's empathy that keeps the arguments away. It was honestly oh. the perfect match. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I then, loved at the end when they showed their pictures together. Yeah. You're like, oh my god! Yeah. You guys have been friends for 50 years. Yeah. If you uh, still got a crush on him, you could probably check out uh, his buttocks and maybe a little bit more in what? 2013's Nymphomaniac. I'm already, I'm down. <laughs> I want to know about some nymphos. Hey, that movie is, I, there's two of them. I think he's in volume two, as it says here. But uh, those movies are graphic. Like, this is one of those movies that is a feature film, but they really have sex. They oh. don't pull punches. It's not staged. They actually have sex. Okay. <laughs> so these actors have had sex. Yes. It is real insertion in these movies. Oh. That's porn, right? Not in this state, no. <laughs> it's, I think it's the first of its kind. I don't know. Shia LaBeouf is in uh, the first one. That was a big scandal over that. Uh, because, yeah, that's the case. What? You can see All right, well, yeah. Shia LaBeouf's ting ting. <laughs> I'm down for some nympho. If you be a nympho. <laughs> You be a nympho, I be a nympho. Nympho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it appears that he's going to reprise his role in uh, as Tintin in a, a Rin Tintin sequel. Oh. So that's what he's got coming out. Uh, I just watched soon. this whole thing on Rin Tintin, and Did it you? had to had to do with Nazis and shit. Mm. The Adventures of Tintin, Part yeah. Two. Yeah, I've heard of that. About the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. And it made me really sad. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, everything like, everything refers back to the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well we gotta talk about Mr. Taron Egerton. I but, and I don't want you to refer him back to the Nazis. But Jamie Bell did a great job. <laughs> I've always loved Jamie Bell. Did a fantastic job. <laughs> By okay. the way, can I just say I you haven't you didn't see Billy Elliot until I showed it to you like a couple years ago. Why you gotta put my business out? Because I am. Because I'm Because <laughs> why? Oh, <laughs> That's oh, not I saw valid. it. I saw when it first came out. Damn, Gina. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say I went to the movie theaters to see it, but by the time it dropped on HBO, I had watched it a bunch of times. So, it used to come on all the time. Yeah. It's getting hot and I liked all it. of a sudden. Yes. But I'm glad you watched it. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Right. Take you want some off. fun facts? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be some furniture moving around here. All right, so like we said, he did his own singing. Yes, he did. And he didn't do his own singing like on set, like you know, on a, in a on stage kind of deal. They recorded all those songs at Abbey Road Studios. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so she's so hype right now. <laughs> it's a good movie, man. I just gave her that fun fact. Don't, don't be hating on her. That ain't why. I know she's drunk. She's drunk. It's okay. It's fine. That's fine. I got one more fun fact before we move on. Okay. So I the got way nobody we... to move on to. Oh, just him. Okay. Well, Terry yeah. Egerton. Mike well, Cat. yeah, that's that's what the most of my shit is. So hold on. So uh, Elton John, obviously his name is not Elton John, but he didn't get his name from John Lennon like we see in the movie. Uh-huh. That didn't happen. No. Nope. He. He got his name from a bandmate named Long John Beldre or something like that. Why I call him uh, Long John? Long John. Long John, you know. He an info. Long John. So, uh, 
so he is lovely so he got his name the john from him okay but it is but it is true that he got his name elton from another bandmate from his band named elton whatever like i like your name i'm taking it yeah taking it so he took two of his bandmates name and made it into a superstar elton john elton john yes I like it. I like it. So, Mr. Taryn Egerton. Woo! Hello. I'm going to shut the hell up and let y'all ladies talk about the man. (laughs) Okay. Well, Elton John told him to not copy him completely. He said, look, don't try to, like, do an impression of me. I want you to do me the way you see me. And that's what we got. Yeah. But he did a great job. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with him. Yeah. I fell in love with him during Kingsman. Yeah, me too. Falls in love with a lot oh my of God. people apparently. <laughs> I, I, and then, and then he, and then he did uh, sing, where he played love the gorilla, it. and I didn't know it was him at first, until afterwards, and I was like, holy shit, that's him! Oh my God, he can sing! And then he did Kingsman Two, where Elton John was in it, mm-hmm. and I was like, there's something that's there's something leading up to this because at this point it was like Bohemian Rhapsody had already come out, and it was like Elton John was coming out with Rocket Man. And I felt like there was a some kind of connection between Elton and Taryn, like we talked about before. Yeah. Um, so then when I found out Taryn Egerton was gonna play the part of Elton John, I had no, I, I like I didn't ha- I, I didn't have any disagreements with it. I hundred no, percent great uh, supported. casting choice. Yeah, the fact that oh my god, when I first heard him sing and sing. Yeah, my dude can sing. <sighs> Sings uh, doesn't he sing a John Legend song in there too? He can sing everything to me. <laughs> Wow. All right. I agree. I'll put him on the list. Oh list of people Ashley's not allowed to meet. <laughs> All right. So let's Thank talk God about his transformation. Yes. But is he, the, and wait, short, what is yeah. he listed as on IMDb? I don't know. Five, seven, five, eight. He's Duh, lying. No. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying. Well, you see him. You'd be like to know because he's wait, five, what is, what is, what is Daniel Radcliffe listed as? Listed five, as? six. No, he's not five, six in person. He is five, two. You seen him? Yes, I've stood next. I've shook his hand. Did you say Illuminos? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the only spell I know, just no. to light my he, my wand. He doesn't even. <laughs> he he introduces himself as Dan. Dan. Hi, I'm Dan. Dan Radcliffe. I'm like, are you sure your name's not Harry? <laughs> Do you look like Harry? He's sick of it. He's sick of that franchise. Are you related <laughs> to the Potters? <laughs> But no, what I'm saying, Dude, like, if so he didn't have the di- he's listed as like five six, but no, he's five two. He's five two. <laughs> Whatever. Can I just have my dream? Harry Potter could be small. I don't want him. He's not cute like that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. Fans. Uh, uh, so Taryn is uh, doing a great job, and I'm sad that he did not get nominated last year. And he's got uh, Sing Two coming out soon. Yes. Is There's gonna be a part two. I hope everybody comes I hope back. It, I hope it's good. Yeah. I just watched I like Trolls Two. I watched Trolls Two this week and it was really good. Mm. I loved it. Wait, is JT back? Of course. Is Anna back? Of course. Yeah. All right. So JT. Do you not like them? I like Justin Timberlake. I did like Anna Kendrick, but uh, my mind has changed. Uh, I am not a fan of hers. In recent years. Uh, but. Uh, she everywhere, and I like trolls, so it was fine. Last thing I'll say I have, is... I don't have to look at her. Taryn does have That's another 
project that is rumored to be happening? Kingsman 3. No. Damn it. He's going to be James Bond. Nope, it's a musical. <gasps> he is rumored to play Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. I can see it. Seymour Krillborn. I can see it. Yep. But who would be as Audrey? Uh, you, you don't want to know. Oh, no. Oh, no. You don't want to know. Oh, no. Please tell did me. We just, did we just mention her? No. I oh, just no. know that. Please whoever... tell me it's not Ariana Grande. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, she killed Grease for me, so I don't want her to do shit. Oh, no, not Grease. Uh, hairspray. She killed Hairspray. She sucked. Oh, I'm not, right I don't have a problem with that. I do not have a problem with that at all. Yeah, I kind of don't I... either. They're looking at uh, Scarlett Johansson. As Audrey. As Audrey. Nah. But I don't have a problem with it. I got a problem with that. <laughs> not that I don't like her. I just don't think that she can do it. I think, her she, voice, can. I think she can do it. That's She's not a... her voice. That's not her voice range. That's true. Seen. She doesn't that's have not her voice range. voice range. And I, she can't not have that voice. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I don't see it. But, you if know, she can't obviously... hit those notes the same way. Yeah, you're gonna be mad because she's gonna have to work her ass off on her voice. Yeah, she she will. She will. She can sing, but she can't sing. I think that uh, she's gonna have to take voice lessons, but I'd rather that than acting lessons. This is rumored, so we see. Chris Evans. Chris Evans is gonna play Orwin. Uh huh. And Billy Porter is supposed to play Audrey too. Is Captain America sing? I mean, that part of Orin, you don't really have to sing. That's true. Alright. Did you hear me? What? Billy Porter. Billy Porter is going to be playing uh, Audrey too. Does he have a deep voice? <sighs> I mean, it doesn't have to be deep. It's not deep, deep. But he can go there, for sure. He can sing. Mm-hmm. His voice is very... uh animated. I see that. I love it. I go for it. Thank you. At least it's not Laverne Cox. (laughs) Yes. Was that a a thing? Was she going to do it? No. No, She she played uh... Oh, I know. Frankenfurter. Yeah, Frankenfurter. Yeah, she's not the best singer. No. But uh, I'm out. Oh my god. I'm out. That is our Rocket Man. But all we have to say is, Taryn, you should have been, you should have deserved an Oscar. Yeah, we said that. How do you go end our show when I'm not done? Nobody <laughs> ends the show. Okay. Okay. Let's just talk about his transformation into Elton John. Ooh, right? yes. He did gain a little weight. They did shave uh, half of his head and thinned his hair and dyed it orange to get that <laughs> Elton John look. Uh, so he did have to walk around with that for some time, which kind of sucks. I need to change the page. She's just staring no, I'm at sorry, his I'm face. staring at his picture. <laughs> oh, wait, that's not any better. That's Jamie Bell's page. Sorry. Here, how about I put Kit Connor on? He's just adorable. I'll stare at him. Hey. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he had to uh, deal with that. So he's very dedicated. Uh, what else I got? So people were upset that he was playing Elton John at first, being that he is a straight man playing a gay icon. Fucking haters. But he did he did clap back and tell the bitches, hey girl, I didn't get into acting to play someone that's just like me. I play me every day. Uh, If 
I, I don't want to be in a world where straight actors only play straight actors and gay actors only play gay actors. Because in that case, gay actors wouldn't get a lot of shit. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris would not be anywhere because he only really plays straight ass exactly. people. So we would never see him. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that is dumb. Uh, it is. I, I would understand if he wasn't gay and he wasn't white and he was trying to play this guy. I'd be like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you get a white girl to try to play Mulan or some shit, you're, you're stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want that. So there was issues with that. I think that was more with the fans uh, <laughs> not being able to see his fine ass who they know was straight kissing and filling on dudes all day. I didn't have a problem with it. It was kind of hot. Uh, yeah, I'm saying that was an erotic ass scene. It was an erotic scene. Even that and the Binnies and the Jets, where it's like a big ass orgy. I oh, fucking like yeah. that. And just it was like, kind of like <laughs> Yeah, I like that scene. It was it was very good. Um, he said that he had about fifty to a hundred hours just for fittings. Damn. Which makes sense. Yeah. Because every scene, he's pretty much wearing something different. Yeah. And you got to get the glasses and the outfit and the shoes and the rings and the hats. Like, it's a lot. So he spent more time than most people or at least more time than a legit period piece where they're like, look, we need to, you're Queen Elizabeth. Get your and we got it. Yeah, we need to, like, you know, puff skirts and big wigs. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. those kind of fittings make more sense but uh he had some big ass cool costumes that as i was watching it i was like i've seen him wear that i've seen him wear that that they were very iconic and some of them were very uh they were turned out a little bit a little different than what he really did wear but they were on point yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like if they did a share of biopic it'd be the same situation oh that's true that's what any, like, big-ass pop star, if they did Beyonce, that bitch changes outfits all the time, too. So, I mean, like, that's just... When you're a star, when you're, like, a true performer, and you're, like, not only your music is on point, but your dancing's on point, your costume's on point, we need lights, I need explosions here. Like, you know, those artists, like him, stay forever. And they're iconic where you can wear a piece of you wear glasses and people stop me on the street and say Elton John glasses I like them <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. and I'm out <laughs> cool this has been a production of Lights Camera Cocktail Cocktails I do have to say like seeing Elton John live it it was just him and the piano yeah it was great no it, theatrics no pyrotechnics he's just a fantastic performer yeah that's cause now he don't need all that. No. Favorite Elton John song. Go Oof. ahead. Benny and the Jets. All right. Or Tiny Dancer. I've always been a fan of your song. My <laughs> gift is my song. Stop. I did always like Crocodile Rock. Because it reminds me of being a kid, and he did come on as a guest star on The Muppet Show, and he does sing it with the Muppets doing that, la, 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 <laughs> And so that's kind of what I always think of. It's just like a fun, it's a fun song. 
All right, well, give us that Z for the people. Oh, shit, I almost forgot. <laughs> All right, so it's time for Z for the people. Wow. Ah. <laughs> All right, week six, hey. quarantine. We here. We still here. I don't know what else to tell you guys. Don't drink bleach and alcohol. Oh, my God. Don't take Trump's orders and inject bleach and alcohol into your system. <laughs> this is what I think. <laughs> There's a thing called natural selection that is real. That's yep, true. That is very That's true. That's absolutely true. That's true. So dumb if you're enough to do it, dumb do it. enough, I'm ready to get your ass off this earth because yeah. you ain't helping it. I bet you vote for that motherfucker yeah. too. And I don't want to hear it. I don't need any more votes for that fool. No. So yeah. go ahead. Go I'm, ahead and do that. Go I'm ahead. I'm going to say one last thing on this topic, and that is if you are protesting these stay-at-home orders, uh, make sure that you sign a waiver saying that if your dumbass gets sick, you have no right to go to the hospital because we told you not to. Yeah, you have no right to seek medical attention. The fact that you are yelling at these frontline workers and telling them that this is all a hoax and to go back to China because we're not in a communist state. We're like, this is, we're, ex- we're experiencing this globally. And it's just so disheartening. And these protesters are, are the guinea pigs. They like sooner or later, people are, we're gonna have to go out there and be angry about this, and they're gonna get sick. And I am angry. <laughs> and the last thing I'm gonna say, people, is vote, because you know these yeah. dumbasses are voting. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guarantee you, every single one of these protesters and these people that uh, would drink bleach or alcohol, they're gonna vote. <laughs> no, they're not. They're dead because they drank bleach. <laughs> They've been drinking moonshine forever. They'll be fine. This is what I'm saying. Natural selection. So those protesters are... I know. They part of that, too. We done fucked up. We put bumper... uh, Those bumper guardrails on life. And now dumbasses and people that should have been naturally selected live to be 100. This is why we need lead in our paint. And we need... (laughs) Did it hurt when you did that? Don't do that. Don't do it again. We need toys that would just be, you know, blowing up all kids because natural selection. Right. Get rid of them. Yeah. Keep our numbers low. Oh God. I mean, I'm, but, I'm just joking. But, like, we're all, we're all angry. We're Everybody's all, angry. We're, we're all angry we're in this situation. We, yeah, we want to be able to hug our family and friends again. Right. But the fact is that it's, it's real. Like, I've, I've, we've had friends who have had COVID-19. We've, I've talked to a friend this week. Who, we got friends that have it right now. Yeah. And like I talked Family to, members. I talked to a friend this week who's already had to attend two zoom funerals over this. And it's, it's real. And you got to respect the fact that to, if you really want to be a hero, stay home. You're, you're a hero by staying home. Like if you want to get out, yeah, thank you for your, get out your house, keep your ass home, Put walk around the mask. neighborhood. Take take a walk around the neighborhood. That's yeah. all you need. A little sunlight, a little air. Yeah. And take your fucking mask. <laughs> Don't be breathing on Take people. your mask. You can donate by making masks. You can donate by like mm-hmm. by donating food, by helping those who are in need. I'll give you the numbers. So if you are wearing a mask and somebody who has COVID is breathing around you, you have a seventy percent chance of catching it. If you are not wearing a mask, and somebody with COVID is breathing around you, but they are wearing a mask, you have a 5% chance of catching it. If you're both wearing masks, you have a 1.5% chance of catching it. Put on your fucking mask. (laughs) And we out. (laughs) You didn't even let me finish my Z for the people, bitch. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Zenobia. Yeah. So go to feedamerica.com, you guys. 
uh, a lot of people are doing it there to donate their money and their food so that it can go to people in need because people are hungry. Yeah. We ain't got no jobs. We ain't yeah. got money right now, but they got families and bills. So yeah. Dude, I help just out if you can. Yeah. Uh, my uh, friend and uh, acting mentor to a certain degree, Wendy Elaine Wright, uh, posted a um, thing on Facebook today. Uh, charity for feeding people people are starving out there and if you have had some good fortune if you've got a steady paycheck that's coming in due to unemployment or what have you people have kids and they don't know where they're going to get their uh next meal from and if you got five ten twenty bucks you know yeah they really need it right now and and can i just say um that it's coming towards the end of this month but for the first of the month for people who are collecting food stamps and for those of you for those people who are hoarding at grocery stores the people who collect food stamps they it gets renewed at the first of the month so if you don't need your groceries by like the first of may the second of may just hold off because those people who are collecting food stamps they are waiting to go to the grocery stores to restock when their food stamps like regenerate for the next right right Plus, you don't want to be waiting in line behind them anyway. That shit takes forever. Yeah, so give them that chance to get <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. Oh, how I do. I, I recognize a, a Wick shop, shopping cart versus other than I'm like, nope, I'm not waiting in that line. <laughs> Got a lot of stuff to scan. I don't mind yes. that part. It's the, it's the paperwork side yeah. that takes forever. yeah. So, uh, like I said, if you go to feedamerica.org, I'm sorry, um, and let's say you donate $25, your $25 will provide 250 meals. Damn. So if you, so if you get to provide $50, that's $500. $100 is 1,000 meals. $1,000 is 10,000 meals. So if you got any money to spare, $25 is going to feed, you know, 250 people at least once. And that's that's just the least you could do. So um, before I pass out tonight, I will be donating at least twenty five dollars. You know, I don't get paid until the first, so I can't be giving all my money away. But as soon as I get paid again, we'll up that to 50 so that I can help those 500 people. There you go. So everyone should be doing something like that. Uh, This is our time for giving because everybody needs help. So that is my Z for the people. Uh, Stay safe out there, people. I'm drunk. Do do it for the right reasons, you know? Shit, don't do it so that you can post something on Instagram. No. We don't need to know. No. Here's the thing. Yeah, do it so you can post it on Instagram. I want your fucking money to go feed somebody. I don't care why you do it. Just do it. (laughs) If you want to do it to impress somebody, if you want to do it to put it on Instagram to show, like... Oh, look at them. They really care. I don't care if you care or not. Your money is going to help somebody. So do it. Amen. Go help somebody. And on that note, we are out of here. I'm excited about next week. It's yes, going to be a good-ass episode. We're going to get drunk. <laughs> I want to know what you come up with for us to drink because oh that's going to be interesting. And we're going to ease on out of here. <laughs> and we'll see you guys. This has been a wonderful episode of Lights, Camera, Captain! Yeah.